Welcome to the Tooth or Dare podcast with Irene and Katrina. The only dental podcast to bring you a Canadian RDH and an American RDH. These ladies bring you mic-dropping interviews with your favorite social media peeps and epic people doing amazing things in dentistry. Now let's put our over gloves together for Tooth Life Irene and Katrina the Wine Genist. And welcome back another episode of the tooth or dare podcast peeps your peeps irene and katrina hey girl what is up hi pickle how I are you today ginger snap you, you. pickle i love it um <laughs> I'm, I'm in my second i'm i'm calling this evening white claws and dog paws because Aww. that's basically what i'm doing i'm just hanging out with the dogs and sipping some claws and hanging out with my boo irene irene that's all your, your top one is like so fabulous it's Thank like you. it is uh it is quite high I this like is, it. it. It's it like gets, a pineapple where something went wrong, <laughs> but yeah, it looks Nothing good. Could I, ever I'm go into wrong. it. No, it's it's the dry shampoo. It's like the oh, more yeah. dry shampoo, I love you use, the dry higher shampoo. the top one. It's how time. do you think like people that before dry shampoo was invented, like or Laura Ingalls Wilder, like how did she do it? Like, um, okay, so I have an actual story about this do, so about was, Laura Ingalls Wilder about dry yes. shampoo. Okay. <laughs> yes, both all of the above. Okay, so. I, 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 we all know my, my history of, of, of living in, in strange third world countries yes. in, in, in Romania. I, I now know this because a good friend of mine who, well, I've known this for a long time, but anyways, her name is Carmen. She and I grew up together, uh, like in the same like immigrant kind of building when we moved to Canada and all mm-hmm. of our like Romanian immigrant families were all friends. And I remember Carmen doing this thing and she's like two years older than me, but she would like use baby powder on her hair. Oh her yeah. That, that's like the old school dry shampoo. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I remember seeing Carmen come to like a birthday party. It was like, oh. I don't know. I was like 12. She was a few years older and she came to this birthday party, but had this like white powder on her face. And I was like, and you're sure like, it was baby powder, not other white powder. We had this. Yeah. She was like, like 15, like, come on. So we had this conversation <laughs> of like, what is this white powder? And she's like, Oh, it's baby powder. So you don't have to wash your hair so much. And I was so confused as to like why someone would sprinkle baby powder. She's like, she was telling me this whole technique of like sprinkling it. And then you like rub it. Shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. Yeah. Let the, let the snowflakes come out. Calm to like yeah. comb it through. Tease it up. And I, and... Was, I was like 12 year old Irene was like, WTF is this girl doing with baby powder in her hair? Yeah. Well, you're like 12 anyways. So you're kind of like... Right. You're in that like weird in between where you're like, oh, I don't know. And then, you know, I'm the body change sure is happening. More like fleece pants. Yeah. My entire 12. Yeah. Like from from 10 to 14. Like I, I had a new kids on the block lunchbox for like my entire youth. Fleece <laughs> track pants and like this like oversized Adidas T-shirt. I'm pretty sure it was like a fake Adidas T-shirt. Do you know what I thought I was doing? So mean, cool. We need to do like some old school like photos of you and I like back in the oh day. For, like, so people can see recreating how awkward we photos were. i was Can so we, awkward and then re- recreate them yeah that'd be great i'm in i'm in let's do it we need to make it happen so we'll i do remember that. this whole conversation with carmen about this baby powder in the hair thing and <laughs> anyone is listening to this and you've done this like you did this before dry shampoo was a thing props to you because i thought carmen was like yeah. the innovative human in the world and also didn't quite understand like what that meant yeah and decades later i see carmen and like i saw the little white powder i was like wait Oh my God, flashbacks mm. to when we were kids. Like, do you still do that? And she's like, Yeah, I still do that. She's like, I'm not buying overpriced dry shampoo. It's basically just 
baby powder to spray bottles. So Carmen of like now 37 years old is doing the dry shampoo, but still using baby powder. I thought that was really fascinating. Um, so well, I good for her. That that's what Laura Ingalls Wilder did underneath yeah. her bonnet. Underneath her bonnet, she was like, I am going into town to see the the, the corn huskers. Yes. Uh, I must, I must and I want the to impress. Of my boots resold. <clears throat> After I'm turning butter. Schumann must and like. And getting, gathering bath like water. Hammer little tiny nails <laughs> in the bottom of her leather soled shoes. After we die of dysentery in cholera. After whilst, trying to ford the river on the Oregon Trail. <laughs> I wait for my shoes. We I then play, play number munchers. And then. Chickens figure it out like the rest of us did in our <laughs> 90s thank you for attending our ted talk and that's thank you so much for attending the ted talk of the dumb things that irene and katrina say on a saturday night uh, sipping adult adult beverages of sorts i'm just drinking fermented grape juice i hear it's good for my gut this my gut is health. um this is just seltzer water right it's just water with a little bit of seltzer on top it's got it's some rinse. It's, i don't know Oh, Katrina, how's your week been? I'm living my best life. Thanks are you, are you, I, I, are you hiding the scratching? Where are we at with our hive We're, situation? Because I feel like our listeners are so concerned. Yeah, it's, it's been third. I've counted today. 37 days of hive. I know. I like want you to get better, Irene. I like what do we need to do? We don't know. I'm getting a biopsy on Tuesday. They're going to biopsy one of my hives. So they're going to take one of your hives. They're going to, are they going to scalpel it out or laser it out? Or what I, are they going to do? I envision they're just going to take one of those, like, like a know, brush like, biopsy thing. Like a, like no, a, no, like the, like, you know, when you're like making fancy cookies and you've got those fancy cookie cutters, I envision they're just going to like use a fancy, like the one that looks like, like a, I don't know, a smiley face or a sun. You know, when you make like, <laughs> they're just going like, to like punch pour one of those out in the middle. You can pick the design my, that they punch out. Like, what? what shape are we doing today like i just don't want to like a plain do the playboy circle. bunny <laughs> do you remember that sticker when you went into the tanning bed stop it so dumb you're like i'm 12 and going to prom i'll do the playboy bunny please <laughs> for 12 minutes in the high do you have a tangle right. lotion <laughs> oh i forgot my eyewear today Can I? okay i'm just gonna put my underwear over top of my eyes and i'm fine <laughs> Who thought that was okay, by the way? Me, like, seriously, I did. <laughs> I did too. Do you know how horrible I, remember, I look tan? Oh, you're it's probably just like a turnip. I, <laughs> I look like that woman from There's Something About Mary. Yeah. Magda, oh <laughs> whatever her name is. It's got like the leather Stop. skin. Stop. That's oh. me. I, would, I wouldn't give her a, 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 a Playboy Bunny <laughs> tattoo or a sticker. And remember, like going, like you'd have to go every every couple of yeah. days before. Yeah, prom, you'd have to go, and you'd yeah. get the same sticker, and you'd want to make sure that it was stuck. You spent more you had to be time in the same spot, yeah, picking the sticker back on the same spot that I you know. did in the actual tanning bed. I know. You're like, hold on, don't start again. Make sure I can't don't. let my prom date see I'm... a holographic version of the. Who are we kidding? Playboy no bunny. Mom date even it's, saw the Playboy bunny. He didn't bunny. see it. You know, I know. Yeah, I, you're like, no. I'm waiting for marriage. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh yeah oh, Lord. uh yeah sunshine biopsy sunflower biopsy playboy yeah. bunny shaped biopsy so On many Tuesday, things we'll find out. i don't know i got some blood work done and they said that apparently i had some strange levels of some sort of thing okay um, so we're moving in the direction of identifying right okay yeah i love I that know. journey for us I'm just, I'm ready for us to get to the end of like, what's, what, what is this? 
you know right. what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but that's that. And today's Saturday. I worked today. I worked. Um, I'm working Saturday, Sunday this Man, week. Man, your you, boss you, is just like throwing you through the ring, Irene. Bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's good. I like. You know, I like working Saturday and Sundays. I find it like it's 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 fun. I do a ten to two. I see like three patients. That's cool. And it's uh, it's like no drama llama. Like you know, one, one load of instruments basically. Yeah. You An know, easy like, day. You're not like gearing up round. Yeah. It's not cray. You're not like, oh, should I take a trail mix? And it's just like, you just go do your thing and you go. A a banana and a coffee and I'm good to go. And then I'm out by, I was out by three today. The last load of instruments, like, you know, you just run one hydrum and then you run one load in the autoclave. And then you, you know, the next load, you just get it ready for tomorrow morning sort of thing. Yeah, I got like one load ready to go. One's waiting for me when I get back. And Man. I, I like Sundays. I feel like it's kind of a little more chill. Um, I did good. Two, two SRPs and a new patient. So that's good. It was pretty good. Finished up a couple of quads. Just in and out. Saving the world one quad at a time. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Which I love. My, that was my day today. And then tomorrow we've got me in and our doc is in tomorrow. So we each have three patients. It'll be fine. It'll be a good day. And, um, uh, yeah, I I, uh, I have a story to share. Okay. And I don't know whether I should share the story at the beginning of this episode or if I should share the story at the end of I think I'm going to share it at the end of the episode. Okay. Because the episode uh, gives some insights on the story. Okay, so we need to understand. So I'm gonna, yeah, I want okay. you to listen to the episode first and then wait till the flippity flop at the end. Okay. So you can hear what happened after we recorded this episode and I had my like come to Jesus moment. Um, there, I will say, because we don't need to do the guessing. Like I know what this episode is now. And it was a big week for me. That was a big, this is a great, and it's a freaking hysterical episode. Like I'm so stoked for this. Like I'm very nervous for this episode. (laughs) I'm so nervous for this episode. (laughs) It's funny. She's hysterical. Like we have the best time. Let's just, let's just, okay. So this episode um, is with our dear, dear friend, Dr. Gina Dorfman. She's awesome. She, she is the queen of Yappy. She is the queen of all things designer. She is the queen of closets because her closet is epic. She also is the queen of my heart and the queen of who, who the, the woman that I go to whenever I need advice. So this episode came at a very timely uh, um, oh my gosh. It was, it was life. recorded at the perfect time in your it life. It was, it was, yes. and it was, it was kind of a, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll talk about that. But, um, yeah. speaking of yappy, yappy is uh, for those of you that don't know, I mean, I talk about it on my platform all mm-hmm. the time. The, the best awesome. decision that I ever made in my practice, it's a, a, an app that integrates with your practice management software. So I use open dental. So it integrates with open dental. It also mm-hmm. is like an iPad app where all of your patients, when they're checked in, you can view them on this little iPad type of directory. Um, the best part about Yappy is they have a really great series of digital forms. So my best friend, Jessica, is coming to be a patient at the office and she like commended me on our intake process. Yeah. Which is like as soon as someone gets scheduled in our in our schedule, they immediately get an email that says, welcome to the practice, little blurb, and then fill out these forms and you click on the little links and you fill out your forms virtually. And it's the mm-hmm. most amazing thing. Um, 
and it sends it back to us and it uploads it into the file. It even changes the patient's file in open dental. So mm. let's talk about this for a minute. You know, like the little box that says like medications or red alerts, anything that's flagged. Yeah, and you have to put all that in because no, you're like, this oh. does everything for you. So I don't have to so do it's all anything. automated. You don't everything. even have to put that in. No. So as soon as the patient's like up in my, in my, in my schedule, I click on the images tab and all of the forms get uploaded into their images tab. Oh, yeah. Okay. Under, little, under little headers that say medical history, dental history, COVID form, insurance papers, and, and even the little pop-ups. So like the, the medical alert, if they're mm-hmm. taking a medication, if they have high blood pressure, if they're mm-hmm. diabetic, if they're taking whatever medications they're on, the patient can like scroll through a medications list. Wow. And like, I never get anyone that comes into the office. They're like, oh, I don't remember the name of it. Like, this See, that's the thing, pill. right? Is How annoying right. is that when they're like, well, it's like a blood pressure medication. It starts with an L and you're like, okay, right. pill, John, that's what you're on. Like move on. Right. And how much time does that take when you're working so with your patients? You can tell this was invented by a doctor, by the way. I know. I know. <laughs> and it was, it's pretty cool. So anyways, that was, that's like one of the best things yeah. that I've ever done. And Yappy, who kindly is sponsoring this episode, is coming up with something new, which I'm really excited about because I use I use a feature like what they're coming out with mm-hmm. from a different company and it doesn't work so well and doesn't integrate very well. So Yappy coming soon and I know that they're going to be releasing it to not Open Dental first. They're going to be releasing it to a different platform, but they're starting this thing called Smart Scheduling where it helps oh. you gain more access to your patients from what they're viewing you online. So Basically, you can add this little widget to your desktop or to your website that integrates into your schedule. So new patients can book new patient examinations from your website and it gets directly uploaded into your like your whatever software that you're using. Mm -hmm. So right now I use um, this other company called Schedule Widget, which is fine, but it doesn't actually book it into the appointment. It just like sends me an email saying, John Doe is interested in booking an appointment. Here's mm-hmm. the contact information. Mm. It doesn't like physically allow me to like block out stuff um, into my schedule. Mm. So that's coming out soon, which I really like. And they're also automating um, all of our recall systems. So like wow. aerial mm-hmm. recall systems, like hygiene recall systems, they're going to completely automate that. So I am like beyond pumped. I pulled a statistic. Do you want to hear my stat? All right, let's do it. Google. Let's talk about Google for a moment. Okay. My my website is uh, hosted through Google. I bought mm-hmm. I bought my domain through Google Domains. Wherever you buy your domain from, you'll get an an analytic like this. But Google Domains tells me how much traffic my website has had, mm-hmm. and I can pull like a <clears throat> custom report, like similar to like your Instagram or Facebook. Sure. You can see how many people have traveled through your website. So, I mean, my office is relatively new, so we don't really get a whole lot of traffic. So your office might get a lot more than I do. But in the last 30 days, we've had 3,200 people that have gone to our website and with no way for them to really book an appointment. So So you want to make that easy, right? You want to like create that connection where it's like, hi, hello, you love this, do it to it. And then just make it happen. Or book it right away. So I found it pretty fascinating that like so many people are coming to our website and people are reading our reviews and it shows the stats on like how well the review is performed, how many people have viewed it, whether they found it helpful or not. Um, And then I see this like crazy number that like 3,900 people have gone to our website. And I just find that it's so fascinating that, you know, 
in the dental world, there aren't very many easy integrations with like your software and your practice management and your uh, practice management software and your whatever. Um, so yeah, I find it really cool. So uh, users in, for example, in August, so we opened in July. Um, in August, we had 2.8 thousand people that viewed our website. Um, and that's like pretty freaking phenomenal. That's actually amazing. And so you want to make sure like, okay, just because they're seeing, right. Yeah. yeah, They see your stuff. You want to get them booked and you want it to be easy. So what are their options? And if you have that button right there, right? Like how easy is that to just be like, cool. Like I'm interested. Let's make it happen. People want easy. And you know what? I think too, Irene, with everything going on with COVID, like everyone is leaning a lot more on technology. So Whereas before, maybe we did have people that would be old school and pick up the phone. It's like, if they can just book something right there and they can, for me, like how, how convenient is that to look at the calendar and look at what's going on and, you know, and, and create that like easy peasy appointment and be like, great. Like I can do that because it then sets the precedent that moving forward, your office is going to have the technology to be able to book additional appointments and things like that for your young working for pet professionals, your young millennials right. that like really want that, that's going to be really important. They, it's so easy. They're going to attract that. Aside from that, I mean, like a valuable moment today. So I had an SRP case that came in. He came in for his first SRP. Um, we did part of the mouth. I gave him an electric toothbrush. I did oral hygiene instruction, kind of recommended how to brush your teeth, what paste to use to reduce that microbial load, mm-hmm. like something with a stabilized stainless fluoride in it. Mm-hmm. And then like recommended let's just start with something simple with floss picks like let's not go too crazy this is someone that hadn't hasn't had his teeth cleaned in a really long time so i wanted to you know be gentle did doesn't like flossing like he mm-hmm. came back at srp appointment two was like i'm doing the brushing i'm using the paste you gave me but i'm not gonna floss so i was like okay well let's find another solution like do you mm-hmm. like equipment do you like something that's automated like what do you want he's like i don't know i've always looked at those like water flosser thingies so I said, sure, no problem. Like I've got three that Guys I really like. like. That. They like those right. gadgety things. I'm like, I've got three that I really like. One's a little more expensive. The one is kind of in the middle and one is like an Amazon brand, cheapy brand. Um, which do you prefer to try? And he's like, oh yeah, the Amazon one, like the, it'll ship it to my house. So while I'm in the operatory, because I'm using Yappy, I send this guy a text message with the link from the Amazon thing which mm-hmm. by the way is also linked to my Amazon affiliates page. So I make a little bit of money get every, it, time, girl. <laughs> every time I send a patient something and they buy it. Mm, sure. Um, then I get a residual. But um, yeah, so I, I sent it to him. He's like, oh, cool. Yeah, I got it. And like he fulfilled it between his spit and his rents. Um, there you go. And like, <clears> how easy is that? Chair side. So anyways. Um, so and how many times do you make recommendations to patients so where you want to be able to just like send this in for like, yeah, here, here's the link. Here's how you order this. Right. Here's the product. Like I'm it's, not even interested in stocking much of it into my office anymore. Cause no. then you end up like with boxes and boxes of stuff in storage. It's like such a challenge. Like, I don't want to have to deal with like, when is this stuff going to expire? Rather right. than just like, here's the link, man. Like buy it from Amazon. I'm not going to haggle over six bucks. That's yeah. not the whole point. But anywho. Here is the episode with our friend Dr. Gina mm-hmm. Dorfman. Dr. I Gina, will she's share amazing. My story on the on the flippity flip. So we'll catch on you the flippity on flip. the flip side. Let's do it on the flippity flip. Welcome back 
to another episode of the Tooth or Dare podcast, peeps, with your peeps, Irene and Katrina. What is up, GF? Hey, Pickle. How are you today? Why do you call me Pickle? I want to know this. I don't know. I just feel like you're like Am a little I pickle. Am I and short and stubby? Like, is that what it is? Is it because I'm chubby now? Is that what, is that, <laughs> this is why you call me Pickle? No. What kind of pickles like, are you eating, like, girl? This tall, gorgeous, like, little redhead. And you call me pickle. I feel in, in, inferior. I, no. Okay. I'll call you pickle spear from now on. Does that make you feel better? Because pickle spears are longer and skinnier. Yes. Oh, okay. But and I'm also still, my uh, favorite part of any dish. I, I love pickles. Do you? Yeah, I do. Oh. I put them on everything. You put that yeah. shit on everything? I like yeah, I it. do. I do. Um, how, how are you? Are you living your best life? I mean, yes, theoretically I am. One could say I'm living my best life. I'm hanging out with you and my super needy dog behind me. And I have a glass of vino and we have an amazing guest. So yeah, I'm, we just, do. We have an amazing I'm doing guest. the damn thing. I'm feeling good. I, I am not living my best life. I mean, I'm always living my best life, but, yeah, I, but, but this like, week has been a rough, a rough week for my best life. And it is with no, um, uh, I don't know what to say. Do you believe in fate, destiny, I, and like all I, that like stuff? I do, yeah. And I journal and manifest about it. And yeah, it's like a- Okay, so mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm on, the, I'm on the fence. I mean, okay. I believe in certain things and I believe that you make your own destiny. But I also believe that, you know, the universe does somehow guide you along some way. Sure, so sure. So we, we were supposed to record a completely different episode and yeah. the universe- led us to Gina. It led me to having a really rough week. And then yeah. when I have like a business management type of issue, Gina's the first person I go to. Like, I don't even speak mm. to my husband. It's straight. Like Gina will know what to do. Um, so I texted Gina this morning and then I was like, Hey, like, Hey, we, we just were, were able to record our episode sooner. Like, can you pop on today? And I didn't even tell her the story of what happened to me this week or you. So you're both going to be hearing this like, okay. Right from the dragon's mouth. I don't know. That's a bad oh, phrase. Are you a fire breathing the- dragon today? <laughs> I yelled at someone. So yeah, oh, no, what are we doing? <laughs> I'm, so, I'm concerned. So- I'm sweating. I'm sweating just thinking about this conversation. I am too kind of. I'm going to air out my pits while you're talking. Okay, go. Hello, turn on the fan. Hello, oh, get it going. <laughs> nice guys. Um, so, so I think we've alluded to who our guest is, and our guest is the amazing, the marvelous, the magnificent, the goddess herself, uh, Dr. Gina Dorfman. What is yes. up, friend? Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me on the show. I have a theory. I have a theory on this pickle thing. Oh, okay. You know, let me explain this. My favorite sandwich is is the roast beef sandwich. Ah. Right. But it doesn't matter. Are you like a Schwartz's fan? Like, have you had New York Schwartz's yet? Probably not yet. Okay. Mm. But the next time this is not familiar. But like, like the like New York Jewish deli. That's my yeah, thing, right? Yeah. So. So I go to, to New York Jewish Deli and I get a the best roast beef. But it doesn't matter how good it is if you don't have a good pickle mm. as a companion. No, that's right. The whole sandwich so is just. I am the companion. I am the you, you companion. You are what makes the dish, girl. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Just Thank you for backing me up. Without you, <laughs> so she Gina gets is, it. Gina is the roast beef of this episode, <laughs> <laughs> and I am the pickle. 
You just take oh. the pickles it makes the, 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 the whole meal better. I get it. Okay. Oh, All right. I and love she that. She's a master, not because she she's is. a redhead, because she's, <laughs> she's a ginger. <laughs> All right, guys, I, I'm getting hungry. Let's get on with the show. Oh, <laughs> oh she's so funny. By the way, can I, I just her. say before we get started, you look fabulous. You're doing this no. like power stance. Like you're just like, yes, I'm doing the damn thing. She and you do that same amazing. stance at BMD. I know. It's like her thing. I love it. It's so good. We, uh, we were, we were, we, okay. Way back, playback guys. I don't know if you, if you're following along in our, in our journey, which I know you are because we have a hundred. Did you know Katrina that we have a 100% returning podcast rate, which means that wow. 100% of the people that subscribe to our podcast, listen to each episode. Isn't that freaking crazy? I love it. I yeah, love it. So, I'm so going to add that all. to my um, family um, Christmas card statement this year. <laughs> is, it, is it like like when you have an accident on the freeway and everyone slows down because they have to see? They have to watch. That's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> we are the accident in dentistry that everyone's like. It's, what are these days? Those ladies are going to say something offensive, and uh, and their editor's not going to catch it. Oh my heart. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally kidding. Totally for those, kidding. For those of you that are tuned in, you know that Gina shared an episode last year. She uh, shared an episode and gave me some pretty prime advice on starting up my business. And I've kind of carried forward that advice that you've given me and made some like pretty tough choices that were hard to implement, but I did it because if Gina can do it, I can do it. That's like putting right. my damn red bottom foot down. And by the way, I love that red bottom foot, by the way. And you, we were concerned about if you'd have a head of hair a year from when yeah, we recorded. We were so, taking bets. I'm, so, I'm you celebrating. Pulling out your hair. Yes. Great, you were but... like, you know, well, you were going to shave it. You were going to like Britney <laughs> yeah. Spears in 2007, you know? Oops, so I, I, did. <laughs> I just want to celebrate the fact that you have a full, full head of hair. A year later, this is like the so best good head of hair in dentistry. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you got some good furs. I like I it. That's furs. I got furs. Now yeah. my my messy bun because th- this is the best that I could have pulled out. It's so morning. cute. I can't even deal. She's so adorable. So so you shared an episode last January with our with our peep from working interferences. What what up, J Dog? If you're listening, yeah. um, shouts as he says, shouts. Um, and, uh, and I, we, we alluded to a part two and now the part two is minus J dog. He's out and you're in 100% of this episode is All you ladies. giving me advice on how to keep my hair. And, um, I, I get rid of the hives. Maybe could we get rid yeah, of the hives on this episode? That would be, nice. be amazing. That would be nice. I love that. January 27th. It's been 27 days of hives. Can we talk about how much that sucks in my life? I can't, I can't even with myself right now. Mm. The only person that can bring me down is me and my autoimmune system. Um, <laughs> that is actually the case for everyone. We are, uh, I am my own worst enemy, enemy mm-hmm. as, oh, I scratch, as I scratch. It's um, <laughs> a good so, look for you. So I think that we need to focus on a couple of things because we're still amidst this pandemic and it doesn't look yeah. like things are changing. And I want to say that Like aside from you being my friend, Gina, one of the best decisions I ever made in my practice is having your, your software. And I say this wholeheartedly and proudly. And for those of you that have never used a a platform like Yappy, um, and I'm not like plugging your product, like that's not what this is. This is like 100% my experience and how much time, effort, energy, money I've saved 
um, using what you selfishly created for yourself, which I love because it's like, you know, the three of us here, we've created our own brands and we've created our own platforms. And it's like, well, if someone can't do it for me, I'm going to do it for myself. And I want to know like that conversation that you had with yourself on like, shoot, I see that there's a gap and I want to make my life easier. How did you like, where did you come from? Like, let's, let's like way back, playback. Tell us about the little Jewish Russian girl that you are. And how, how did, how did you go from, you know, your babushka's arms and giving her hugs and kisses <laughs> to where you are today? <laughs> where did it begin for you? And what drove you to be like the literal hashtag boss babe that you are? <laughs> okay. So I was born in a communist Soviet social it, com- communism was like an utopian idea. It's really what, socialism. What? I know. Right. Um, I was born in a socialist country where uh, entrepreneurship was not encouraged. Um, you know, you, you all worship the same God, the communist party, you know, it, it right. was, it was um, just kind of ingrained that if you get out, you differentiate yourself, you own something. So the idea of owning my own business like I, I never had doubts that that's what I was going to do. And I also knew it was going to be in the medical field. My grandmother was uh, a physician in the, actually in the, in the Russian army. She served. Wow. As, she was a major. She was, she went through two um, active duty, two wars. Wow. Um, that as, must've been pretty rare. That must've yeah, been really for woman? rare. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She was five uh, feet, like five one. She was a ginger. Oh. She was thin. She was this tiny woman, but her presence was humongous. Oh. If you think I'm loud, that woman dominated whatever <laughs> place she was in. <laughs> and I just, I, you know, she was just my hero and I always wanted to follow in her footsteps. Um, never really had affinity, in, you know, in, to going to military, but I wanted to go into medicine and I wanted to own my own business and that kind of you know, when everyone and when I was in dental school, everyone was geeking out on prep cycle and perfumonas gingivalis. I was sneaking into the basement where they had dental economics and I was reading it like a bite, like from from cover to cover. Wow. I, I still remember I was talking to Deborah Engelhardt um, Nash the other day mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I was like, Remember when you wrote this article in 2003 in dental economics and that was the name of it? She was like, Are you? What? <laughs> oh, but Gina, your memory, your memory is like kind of ridiculous. And so I have the weirdest memory. Katrina can attest to this, that I have she the strangest does. memory. I can probe an entire mouth and remember every number. And I think next to me, you are one above me. Like she remembers sentences, full sentences from conversations. She That's remembers amazing. what people talk about in podcast episodes and what the episode number is. See, and I don't know what I had for lunch today. Like that's I'm I'm concerned. I'm like, am I, should I get tested for something? Like you need to take some more vitamins, (laughs) take some Jinko. Oh, okay. The memory drink. I think you need some Ginkgo biloba or something. Yeah. I'm like concerned. (laughs) Where do we get that injection? Okay. So your grandmother was your, do we call her booby? What do we call her? Baba. 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 We call her Baba. So Baba, Baba was your hashtag inspo. And then how did you get to the United States of America? (laughs) 
So it was a process like you had to apply for this and wait. You came and- after the revolution, after the revolution. I'm Romanian. So our revolution was in 89. So right, you so I was I, right before. Right before. OK, right before. so you were before You're talking about the, the collapse of the German wall. It was right before. Oh, OK. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Um, we actually have a piece of the German wall um, in uh, the uh, Ronald Reagan Museum here in Simi in California, well, which is really cool. Um, yeah, so it was right before. I, I mean, I, I, I came from a socialist country. As soon as they said, you know, if you're not happy here, you can go. They're like, OK, bye. Um, but uh, we we stayed in Austria. We we went to the American consulate. We applied for, you know, entry refugee status we waited in italy um actually it was it was in retrospect it was kind of fun because you did got you were you in a refugee camp in italy well you would, i wouldn't call it a camp it was a, you know we, we lived in an apartment but okay. you, you know it was literally like a refugee yeah, type of situation. yeah 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 uh but but like i said it was kind of fun because you could get on a train and you could go to you know you could on the Spanish stairs in Rome because we we, um, we lived in Rome for a while. Um, my husband went through the same journey through Ukraine and we didn't know each other there, but he actually worked in Italy and he even learned to speak Italian a little bit, which, you know, he totally swept me over the feet. He could play piano and speak Italian. Oh, <clears throat> I love that. Now, at this point, like how many languages are you are you speaking at this point? No, I speak English with an accent. Um, I speak Russian with an accent. And I've lost all the other languages that I've <laughs> been able to speak because I don't see. I actually I spent four years in college learning Spanish. Um, I know a little bit Yiddish, Italian. None of it really stuck. Like I could at, at the moment I could speak to get by mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um we went to spain right after i finished college four years of spanish and i was able to speak and i was so proud of myself and you think in california i find a way yeah. to, to practice right yeah yeah of course no no, huh. no. Huh. so right. so really none i'm not fluent in any language um i um, i speak <laughs> my accent is the same in english as it is in russia which is hilarious because oh. i immigrated when so i was funny. 16 that is funny I once called um, I once called uh, someone in Russia, a friend, and I spoke to his dad and I said, oh, he's so, so home. And they said, no. And and I said, OK, what time is he going to be home? And uh, they told me, I'm like, OK, I'll call back. And I it, the whole conversation was in Russian, except they kept saying, OK. So they're like, you know, there's a time difference between here and the States. I'm like, how do you know I'm calling from the States? He's like, well, first of all, you have an accent. And second of all, you keep saying, OK. Okay, oh. okay. 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 Where did, where did, the, where did the, where did the teeth come in? Like where, where are we at where you're like, I just want to do the teeth thing. Like okay, where did so that that's, happen? Actually, that's actually very easy because um, if you're a Russian Jew, I'm a Jew. If you're a Russian Jew um, in our culture, a fetus is not really considered viable until he or she graduates dental school, medical school, or law school. Uh, either you're a failure. So yeah, yeah, you're a total failure. You're not. So my like, mom said to me, "You're either a doctor or a lawyer or a failure." This is yeah. the things. So when I told my dad that I was going to be a dentist, my dad is like, "That's not like even a real doctor. That's like a carpenter." 
And I'm oh. like, okay, well, Carmen's was Jesus, so I'm in good company. <laughs> I mean, Jesus was a carpenter. So Jesus I'm was company. a carpenter. That's but, good. Um, it's interesting when you've got this like communist country mentality. I mean, when I talk to some of my Asian friends, like their families are exactly the same. It's like you're you you're you're gonna be a what? You're gonna do marketing? Like what does that what does that even mean? That's and not it's even just, a real job. No, it's not a job. <laughs> what do you mean? You draw pictures for a living? Like no. Um like my my I make this joke on the podcast all the time. Like my mother doesn't really even know what I do. Like, she doesn't understand. <laughs> and my mom is a really smart human being, but she doesn't like can't grasp the concept of what my life is like. She doesn't understand. I can't grasp it either, Irene. Right. I don't know Jesus, what you do. She's proud of me. She's on the top of all of my Instagram stories, but she when, whenever I speak to her, she's like, So what did you do today? I'm like, oh better. She's like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that means. Like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So my husband went to law school. He's Ukrainian, Russian. Uh, but he went to law school. And the third year of law school, he said, you know what I've been thinking? Um, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life, but I can tell you what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to be an attorney. Oh. <laughs> he said, I hate torts. I don't care about this. I'm not taking the bar. Like, you know. So he went to law school and didn't take the bar? No. Nope. Holy moly. Wow. Yep. Look at you just like throwing it in their face. Yeah. Screw you, communism. Let me show you. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> he ducks well. So, <laughs> he ducks well. So, so what does your husband do now? He's actually a CEO of Yappy. He, we, him and I work together. We've always worked together. So huh. um, we got married third year of dental school. And then when I graduated at the time, he was working for, um, he just finished law school. And instead of taking the bar, he went to work as he was teaching computers, doing something with computers at a community college. Um, and he did that for a couple of years. When I started my first practice, he came and he worked with I me. I started my first practice. Fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I'm going to lay down for a moment. That's how that went. <laughs> well, the first and the second and almost the third, we had a lease for the third practice. I was building a DSO before building DSOs was fashionable. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, and that was when he started Yappy. He started working for Yappy and he is now the, he's running operations. So, okay, let's talk about Yappy. Let's talk about Yappy on the idea side. So how, what, what was that conversation like? I remember like the, the conversation I had with my husband when I decided to start Tooth Life and he was like, you want to do what? And then I remember the conversation of when I wanted to start a practice and he was like, you want to do what? You want to start a practice? I don't, I don't understand. How was that conversation with your husband or with yourself or whomever you had that like initial idea? What was that conversation like? Well, when I decide, when I decide to do something, no one is having conversations with me because it's pointless. Get it, <laughs> girl. <it>. Yes. <laughs> when I say we're doing it, we're doing it. The conversation is how, not why and what. So what was that like? Well, what prompted you? What, what was your like light bulb moment of like? So for a couple of years, I started my practice. It was going to be paperless. It was going to be efficient. It was going to be, I, I had some base. I, I blame dental economics essentially, because I read all those articles and I had a really good idea of what kind of practice I wanted. I worked in a couple of practices before I start before I went to dental school. So I kind of had this like, Perfect plan for a perfect practice in the most saturated, most PPO driven area in the country, Southern California. How did that go? Mm-hmm. 
Um, it actually went really well. I, I, uh, you know, I keep saying I got lucky with this. I got lucky with that. I didn't get lucky. Uh, I my no, book. yeah. That's not luck and, and hard work look a lot like the same thing. So we, we found a great location uh, where there, were, there weren't a lot of dentists. We kind of, uh, we did a lot of research um, on, you know, what kind of dentistry was needed. I was really, I'm, I still enjoy pediatric dentistry, which, you know, it's one of those things, you know, when people say she's not all there, that's like one of the reasons why people say that. Mm. Um, so I found an area where there was not a pediatric dentist within like a five mile radius, but there were a lot of multi-family, um, okay. multi-kid families. So, um, good location, good Good physical location, good area, good customer service, busted my balls for a lot of years. Um, the second practice was an accident. Uh, the third practice. What, do you, mean, was what ex- do you mean it was an accident? What, what does, does that mean? mean? <laughs> we went for lunch and I, I wanted I wanted in and out and I wanted Starbucks. And there's a plaza where they have an in and out in a Starbucks. And when we got to that plaza, there was a sign that said dentistry for children and adults, which is very similar to my my practice's name, which is dentistry for kids and adults. So I said, oh, let's check it out. It's like the same name. We come up and there is a police sign on the door. Mm. Oh. Um, immediately, like while waiting for my double, double Your protein burger. style. Protein uh, style. Get it, girl. That's how I order I, it. Yep. I love it. Mm-hmm. So, um, we, you know, while waiting for the burger, we call the landlord between the burger and Starbucks, we went to look in the place. Unfortunately, the lady who started the practice could make it uh, bankrupted. It was equipped. No, wait, how did you bank- bankrupt a dental office? Uh, oh, you know what? I actually have a theory on how she did that. Um, how do you bankrupt a dental practice? Well, one is you overspend on equipment that is absolutely, it was all a decked. It was oh. decked out and a deck. <laughs> mm. All of the useless equipment that, that like cabinetry that you don't really need. Right. Uh, she had issues with contractors. But the biggest okay. problem, in my opinion, um, was that um, she, she didn't have a marketing plan. She didn't have marketing, but it was an amazing location. You didn't need a marketing plan. It was um, uh, building on a very busy plaza, obviously, uh, in and out Starbucks. Starbucks. Um, it was facing the nursery center at Lowe's. Mm. That's like women's, you know, it was right. anchored on either side. It was a very busy nail salon. On the other side, it was a, it was a community bank. With so how did, she, how did she do that? Like she did not have anyone in the office the entire time the when she wasn't there. No one was mm-hmm. answering their phones. It's the kind of, there were double signs. There was this stop sign right in front of the office. It, that office was a gold mine. So I so you I, bought it in an hour. I bought it in an hour. Hey, babe, let's get burgers, uh, coffee, and, and, a uh, and another office. Let's do yeah. that. My, my <laughs> tall order for lunch. <laughs> my Pike uh, Venti was still hot. Before. By the time you signed the papers, jeez, Jeez that's great. Louise. She wants what she wants, you guys. Jean Dorfman wants man. what she I wants. I feel like I feel like that lady should have not gone bankrupt. She should have just found a partner. Like, like doing it all wrong. Like right now, Gina, if, if my business was in trouble, you know who I'd go to, right? I'd go Me. to Mama Gina. I'd be like, <laughs> Mama Gina, I can't afford my bills. You want to be my partner on this? Like, it, you don't, you don't just give up. 
Like you don't just like put your head in the mm. sand and hope that someone's going to save you. If you go in the history of our conversations, one of the first things that I told you, make sure there's always someone, someone in your answering practice the phones. answering the phones. And in that particular case, someone had to be there. It had two signs, major plaza, busy plaza. One, the only thing I did for marketing, the only thing I've ever done for marketing in that office is I put a table between my office and uh, the ATM with an umbrella, with some cold water and pants. People who deposit money through ATMs, well, that was like 10 years ago, but people who deposit money through ATMs, what do they need? They need a pen. Everyone would come to the table and the table had toothbrushes and flyers and business cards. I would book 50 50 new patients just from from people. Sitting at the table. It's just, it was such a, and and you know who said that? My husband. (laughs) So that guy. I'm I, for one. I'm glad he you know he didn't want to go. But first, you want to go to law school? Interesting. You know. So, um, and and you know, I can't stress enough to you know when you do a startup, it's really hard. And and actually, exactly a year ago, when we recorded the last podcast with Ja. We talked about online scheduling, and mm-hmm. the very least, have online scheduling. People oh my don't. Gosh. To schedule an appointment sometime later. They want to schedule that. By the way, our online scheduling for Dentrix is coming out. I can't wait. Okay. I okay. What? I'm not with Dentrix. I'm with Open Dental. And I've heard through the little yappy grapevine that it's coming to Open Dental like March, April, March, May-ish. March. Um, so I mean. Last time we spoke, I took jo- I took both of your advice. So Josh told me to use Schedule Widget, and I use Schedule Widget, and we get about five to six new patients a month That's from awesome. Schedule Widget. But Schedule Widget is is glitchy; like it takes up your entire page. If you do it on your iPhone or something, like it doesn't always format well on every phone. But it's free, so like I'm not going to complain about five or six new patients a month. On, a, on something that's a little bit glitchy if it's a free platform. But then I found out that Yappy is starting to do this. And I have a feeling, I know you've been in beta for like a year and a half now. So uh, I am very excited. Yep. Um, so we're releasing in stages just because we, you know, we think we're going to have sure a lot support of well and Yes. Yeah. We want to have the support. So we, we're releasing Dentrix this at, uh, March 1st. No, February 1st. We're releasing Open Dental. Hopefully, March 1st and then um Eagle Soft and, op- and I mean Open Dental is huge, right? Like you, you guys have a lot of a lot of customers that use Open Dental. So I mean, okay, so let's let's talk about the let's talk about the struggles that I've had this week and let's see what you both think should be done, ought to be done. What to and, be done. Um, or what should this be is done. Like a hot seat round. I love this it. This is intense. Yeah. yeah good. Okay, so good. So the beauty, the beauty of my office is there are two completely different demographics that work for me. There are the ones that listen to the podcast and shout, shouts to my peeps that work for me that listen to the podcast. I love you guys. Uh, I love that you understand the social media world and we laugh together because we really are like, like friends, like we're, we're, we work together and yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm their 
boss, quote, quote unquote. But in the end, like we laugh about a lot of stuff. And then there's the one person in the office. It's like one of these things is not like the other. One of these things just oh, isn't no. the same. Do we know that song? Yeah, so we had, yeah. We, unfortunately, I lost my uh, longtime receptionist. And by long time, I mean, she's been with me since the beginning. She decided to move to Costa Rica to be a hippie dippy. Julie, if you're listening to this from Costa Rica, I hate you for leaving me. So we hired someone under duress. Like we hired someone last minute, no choice, but, you know, just before the holidays, before Christmas time and um, just doesn't get digital, like doesn't get chartless, doesn't get paperless, doesn't uh, multitask well with like checking text messages and emails and like finds it absolutely crazy that people don't call to the office to make an appointment. And I'm like, No, like you need to use the software to the greatest of its capabilities. So I bought an extra screen. So she's got two massive screens at the front desk, one with email open and Yappy, which is like what we use to check in our patients for our medical history, dental history, COVID screening forms from their texts, from their phone, like all of these things go up on that other screen. So she doesn't check the text messages. And December 17th, was, or sorry, January 17th was like uh, a Tuesday or Sunday rather. So patients are sending text messages over the weekend. And normally I check the text messages on the weekend. I remote into the server and I keep the server open on my computer all weekend long. So as soon as someone sends a message, I can't always check the phones, but as soon as they send a text message, like I'm on it. That weekend, I was busy. Couldn't check the messages. Tuesday comes along because we're closed on Mondays. Tuesday come along and this lady doesn't, like our receptionist doesn't check the text messages. So yesterday we had a patient in the schedule who was unconfirmed, just kept being unconfirmed. And nobody checked that this person was unconfirmed. So finally, I pick up the phone and I call. And I'm like, hey there, human being. Um, notice that your appointment is unconfirmed. You've got an hour and a half with the doc. You're doing two crowns and four restos. Like just want to make sure that everything's okay. And you're on your way. Oh, I canceled this appointment on, on January 17th. So I've had this conversation with this like human being. How do you deal? Question number one of three, how do you deal with, um, trying to convert a really good receptionist that is used to being a good receptionist the old fashioned way to being a receptionist in like 2021 where we don't write notes on paper. Like I don't want to see a sticky note stuck to my computer anymore when we're using open dental and we're using Yappy and you can send messages digitally. Like how do you convert the, what I perceive to be the unconvertible Okay, so before I answer this, because I have the answer. So let me ask you a question. You said she's a very good receptionist. She's experienced. So one year uh, of experience for, for someone who is really good is amazing. 25 years of experience for someone who is doing the same goddamn thing 25 <laughs> years in a row in a very bad way is not a good experience. Yes. And I'll tell you why she's a bad, she, she's a bad fit for this position. I'll tell you why she's not good. You said something. It has nothing to do with all the digital stuff. You actually said two things. What did she's I say? She's got to take a drink oh, of her memory juice. You mentioned something interesting. He canceled the appointment on the 17th. Yes. Why did he cancel his appointment? Via Yappy. He sent a text message in. 
before Yappy, so Yappy, it, I love Yappy because it sends confirmations before the appointment. So people can like fill out their medical history form. So he filled out his medical history forms. He got everything in and then something happened in his life. He needed to change the appointment. So he responded to a text message from our office because he knows that he can respond. And he responded saying, hey, guys, like I really need to change this appointment. A meeting came up. Can we move it to another day? So not only did the appointment not get canceled mm. in the schedule, it also did oh. not get moved to another exactly. day. Exactly. So part one is she didn't check the, the messages. Yes. And that's part of her job. It's not complicated. It's not on some, you know, she doesn't need to um, activate the, what's that thing that the, the flux from, capacitor from, to take yeah, it back to the that, future. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that, it, no. You don't need to beep, boop, boop, boop to 1980, October 26th, BT Dubs, which is my birthday. So that mute, that movie was meant for me. Yeah. Oh. So it, this thing literally pops up on her screen. Like you, you right. have to be really in denial to not see this, but, mm-hmm. but here's a problem. So he canceled the appointment. So she allowed an unconfirmed appointment to mm-hmm. sit on the schedule mm-hmm. weeks, weeks, weeks. And, and the, you had to pick up the phone. You saw that there was an appointment on a schedule that was unconfirmed. You picked up the phone and you called. Now, let me tell you something. This is how it works. I actually got to hate this. I'm going to date myself so badly right now. When I first had a dental job, uh, I was my first job was actually filing charts, which you can imagine. You asked me how it led me to this paperless. Once you spend a few years filing charts, you don't never want to file another chart ever again. And by the way, scanning is just another way of filing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so terrible. Yes. But, but here's the thing. Back in the day when I worked on a DOS software, dark gray monitor, orange numbers, if an appointment was not confirmed going into the schedule, you knew to pick up the phone and call the patient. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. what you did is you left the message for a patient. Right. Like right. in the old days, you left the message. Right. Hey, hi, this is Gina. I'm calling from Dr. Burke's practice. You have an appointment with Dr. Burke reserved for two hours for two crowns. Um, please call me back at this number before five o'clock. And if you don't call me back, we will have to remove your appointment from uh, the, schedule. the schedule. That was before cell phones were invented. OK, yeah. that's how old I am. But this woman is not a good receptionist. It has nothing to do with technology. She doesn't understand the basics. You have an unconfirmed appointment on your schedule. You don't go home. Okay. Okay. Don't go home until that appointment is confirmed. She's throwing down. She is fired. That's part one. Part one of the question. We don't need part two and three because I already fired her. We fired her. Can you fly to Toronto and fire her, please? I know, That's going to be your dare. Um, <laughs> I can do it via Zoom. But it gets better. Hold on. It gets better. Hey, there's no so, way it can get any better. So, so I, I, I speak to the patient, right? And I speak to the patient and she's sitting right in front of me. So I'm standing behind her at her desk. I said, call the patient. I'll call the patient myself because this patient has canceled this appointment once. So first time. It happens. We're in weird times, COVID times, like people need to make modifications to their lives. I get it. Freebie, right? Second time, not going to be so nice. If you want to book this appointment again, you're going to have to put down a credit card deposit. So I don't want the team having to deal with that. As the business owner and as the head of the practice, I, I will have that conversation with the patient. 
So I don't know if that's right or if that's wrong, but it's worked so far. And so I call and I'm nice, you know, it also happened to be in my schedule. So as the treating clinician, like, I want to know, is everything okay? Like what happened? So call the patient. And as I'm speaking to this patient on the, on the phone, he says to me, you know, I already sent the text to cancel this appointment, blah, 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 blah. So I'm clicking through Yappy, opening patient file going to the phone number, clicking on show history so I could see the history of all of the texts. So I'm on the phone with the patient. Receptionist is sitting right in front of me and I give her the eyes. We all know what the eyes are, right? I think I've gotten the eyes before from you. You do that to the kids. You do that to your dogs when they're like about to do something. You like, you like, you don't need any words. You just need to like, it's like the eyebrow raise. So I give her the eyes and then I click on the date and I highlight it. So I highlight the date. January 17th text message in from patient. Um, and I said, so sorry that this happened. Or I apologize. You know, I'm going to put Ruth on the phone. She's going to reschedule your appointment and I'll see you soon. So anyways, guy calls back, books, the appointment has a moment to process, right? Cause he, I started the conversation being upset with him and then I realized what happened. And so guy calls back receptionist, puts him on hold she comes into my office and she says, he wants to speak to you. Why does he want to speak to me? Well, he wants to talk about how you reacted to the conversation earlier. So this is the first time in my life I've ever yelled at anyone. So I said, no, you're going to speak to the patient and you're going to fess up to what happened. You, You dropped the ball. I used the F word. I said, you fucked up. You missed the text message after it was your scheduled day. So you're not going to throw me under the bus. You're not going to throw the office under the bus. You're going to take responsibility for your actions and you're going to apologize to the patient. And you're going to say, hello, my name is such and such. It's my mistake. And I'm sorry that this happened and it won't ever happen again. So I said that to her in like a little bit of a raised voice. And she kind of like turned around and walked out of the office. And immediately after the door closed, I burst into tears. (laughs) I rolled around in my chair. I faced the wall and I cried like a baby. <laughs> oh, Irene, Irene. Oh, I, was, oh. I can't, I can't yell at someone. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Okay, so question number two is, how do you, how do you discipline people to do the right thing and to take accountability for their own actions and then not cry immediately after? Okay, so first of all, there's no crying in baseball. Like, yeah. we, you know, you're a boss lady, you don't cry. You know, I mean, you know, have a glass of, you know, in my case, a glass of whatever. Strawberry strawberry nectar, whatever that is. Yeah, whatever. Hummingbird feed is what that is, I believe. (laughs) Unicorn blood, but she's drinking. (laughs) I got to tell you something. Um, There's a great book that I absolutely love. Um, It's called Extreme Ownership. It's written by uh, two Navy SEALs. Anyway, look it up. Extreme Ownership. Everything that goes right is your team's win. Everything that goes wrong is your responsibility as the owner. And I will tell you why. Yes, you're not going to like this. I will tell you why it's your responsibility. You brought in a person who has years of experience, but really clueless, screwing up, and you're allowing her to do that. It's affecting your patients. It's affecting your business. And she's still there. Mm. I mean, that's, that's on you. It's only that's, been four weeks. I mean, that's so, that's, I, I, I keep telling myself, like, it'll get moment. better. 
It doesn't get get better. better. It's a a learning curve. Unless you're providing. Okay. So if you have someone who has the absolute right, I don't care about experience. One of my best uh, dental assistants was actually in construction before I hired him. And we really? thought of everything. I, I don't give a shit about experience. I found that mm-hmm. I can hire experienced people and they're just going to come in, roll in, in with their experience and just mess things up. And I can hire someone who is brand new, but has the right attitude, can learn, is a digital native, and they're going to just slide in and with right mentorship, with right um, learning opportunities, which are so many right now. And everything, everyone is going digital right now. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to train a front office person if you're willing to put in the effort into the right person. Um, right. I wouldn't hold on to someone like that to me. The fact that you tell her once you need to check messages, you tell her twice, you need to, you tell her three times. This is three times too many. We had a conversation, but I'm willing to have three times because I, and, and uh, you know, I'm in California. I know the, um, in Canada, the employment laws are probably even stricter. You got married and your first night is awful. So you say, okay, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show him how it's done, right? So you show him what you like. You like, you try it. You get a I like point. this. I like this. You, you, know, you, you, you put Tell some effort. Tell me more you liked. Yeah. What, what but at, some point, at some point, if it's not working out, this marriage isn't going anywhere, right? Right. Same thing that you're not going to, you know, and she, she has experience. She is not willing to, she doesn't have the desire to go outside of, of her, um, whatever experience she has. She's been doing the same thing for 25 years. When you tell me, and I'm just. So it's basically like, I'm asking her to do some crazy kinky shit. And she's just like, I'm comfortable with missionary. Like that's basically what she's, that's basically like the dental version of what she's comfortable with. That is is like, I think, no, 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 no. I think it's even like, I think it's even worse than that. I think it's like the person that's like, oh, I'm, I I have quite a sexual appetite. And you're like, okay, great. Like, so we're going to do it like five times a week. And then this person like is actually wanting to have sex with you like once a month. That's what that is. Like oh. she c- colored this picture of like, I'm experienced and I have this and I can do this. And then she's like not showing up at all for any of it. That's right. what's happening. And, and that, right? that and then she's like being late every day. So she yeah. started working and just, so I, I, I know this because I just drafted a, a, a very intricate letter, but it, it, she's been late every day of, of work. And, and there are four days that really stand out where she's been an hour and a half late. So this leads into question number three. How do you deal with this situation, Gina? So why um, do you deal with this? Situation? I don't understand. Why do, I, do we have a third <laughs> one now? It all happened What's the same happening? week. Yeah. Like by the time I process one thing, something else is happening. And I'm like, whoa, wait, I'm still focusing on this other thing and trying to figure out how this works. But then you're, this is half. So this is the story. So I get text messages from the, the peeps at the office that our, our lovely receptionist hasn't arrived and they've been trying to message her and she's not answering. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm on my way. We'll be there soon. Um, so I call her, no answer. Wait, can I ask? So what's happening? Because there's no receptionist. So like, what's right. like happening? So, so they haven't checked. Like, there's there are no patients there yet. Everyone arrives like 30 minutes before mm-hmm. they set mm-hmm. their rooms up, and then we do a morning huddle. We go through the day. We go through the billing. Right. We go through any outstanding treatment. We go through anything that's not booked in. We go through pre-ds that were sent. We go through everything that every single. Sure. 
we even go through every single family member. So we click on every single family member. Like this family member has this mom's bringing the three kids, but the husband doesn't have a hygiene visit. Like we go through every single person. No one leaves without an appointment. So anyway, she's not there. So that means the whole team is unprepared on what's happening at the front desk. Right, right. So I call, I call, no answer. I text and I know that she has read receipts. So I text, no answer. About a few minutes later, I get a, I get a message saying, oh, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. At this point, she's already an hour late for work. Um, I'm on my way. Well, where, where are you? I'm on, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I'm in the subway. So whatever phone ends. I don't know what happens. I get to the office. She's sitting at the office. And, um, and then I find out from a patient that she told, she apologized to the patient. She didn't apologize to me for being late. She apologized to the patient for not being there when the patient checked in because she was so tired from being up all night, uh, reading about, um, how the government is um, trying to control employees and employers because of COVID. So she's got this like crazy conspiracy theory that like COVID in Toronto is all like the government's doing. So she was up all night um, reading about these conspiracy theories. So she was apologetic to the patient for not being there, but she didn't even blink an eye at me. And then, this morning, 24 Was hours she wearing later, her tin cap? No. 24 hours later, she sends me a passive aggressive text message this morning. I'm on my I'm on my way. I'll be there on time. So you don't worry. So I didn't respond. I got to the office before everyone else. And she's sitting at the desk an hour early for her shift. Clocked in, of course. And then says, I sent you a text message. So I played dumb. I was like, oh. Really? You need more stamps? <laughs> she was like, stamps? What do you mean, stamps? I said, well, isn't that why you, you text me? You normally only text me when you need stamps, like for the mail mm. or whatever. So she looks at me and goes, no, I, I texted you to tell you that I was on my way to work and that I would be there on time just so you didn't worry about me. I'm like, listen, there's three reasons why you need to text me. One is you're running late. Two is you're sick. Or three is you need stamps. I don't yeah. need you texting me every day that you're going to be on time for what your schedule is. She kind of looked at me like scurried away to my office, cried again. Um, <laughs> Irene, teach me how to be a better boss. You know, this is the proof. She knows how to use text messaging. It's not that she doesn't know how to operate the system. She's <laughs> so busy reading conspiracy Boom. theories. Come okay, on. Irene, can I ask you a quick question? Because you said you wanted to be liked. Um, Can you name one business person that you admire? Gina Dorfman. Okay, fine. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Listen, do you know how many people I fired? I fired more people than Donald Trump on The Apprentice. Whoa. The reason I'm liked and I'm successful is because I don't tolerate bullshit from people. Mm. And you're not going to be any less liked. In fact, I'll tell you one thing. You know who is going to appreciate you letting go of a bad employee? The rest of my team. Of the, team. the rest of your team. If you want your team to like you, don't allow oh. assholes to take advantage of you. That is worth its weight in gold, sister. That 100%. Absolutely. You have what's called a bad apple in your office, and it's poisoning everybody else. Absolutely. True. And you know what? Every single person who is on time, Coming in, looks at Karen's there. I don't know why I think her name is Karen. I think it is too. Um, Everyone who comes in and they look at 
They look at Kevin's desk. They're on time. They're perky, bushy tailed. You know, they come in ready to work, ready to do whatever it takes to make you and your practice look good. Mm-hmm. And they look at Kevin's desk and they're they like, see it. how come she? she gets away right. with this? But just fire her. I mean, one of whatever. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I I like the- what is she still doing in your office? I, yeah, I, I literally like I don't know. I feel like this is it's like really it just keeps hard. getting worse. It's like that movie really Meet the Parents where it just keeps getting worse these <laughs> days. Okay, Irene, can I can I can I just weigh in on a few things here? Of course. Numero uno, I am with Gina that you you want somebody who's coachable and somebody that you can train to do this. And maybe that's somebody that works at the Starbucks around the corner. Maybe that's somebody that works at the Dutch brothers down the street. Maybe that's somebody who works at In-N-Out Burger. Maybe that's like somebody who like provides like amazing customer service. Like I'll say like as a consultant, when I travel and I'm working with a client and they're like, oh, we just can't find a receptionist. And I'm at like freaking Red Robin and this gal is giving me amazing service. My first question is like, hey, like, do you like the hours here? Do you like smelling like cheeseburgers when you get home? Or like, would you be interested in, you know, something else? That person is coachable. Customer service. They, and, and I'm sorry, anybody who works in the food industry, by the way, like they know how to handle people. So in my opinion, like, I, I don't know if we necessarily need somebody who understands dental, because if you have somebody who's reliable, is excited about this and is coachable, like you can mentor that person. And by the way, if you hire a millennial that can do that, like, you don't have to be like, this is and you, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like they'll figure it out. You know, it's like, okay, I understand. Like it's a tough, yeah, I got it. And I find the patient and then what else, you know what I mean? Like it's that easy. So that's the first thing that I want to say is like, so what I, you're I, saying is, so I love this girl at Starbucks down the street. Her name is May and like hire May, May. May knows my coffee. So what yes. you're saying is I should go to my Starbucks tomorrow. Yes. And go to May. Yes. Who writes like cute. So now she knows that I work in the dental industry and she writes cute dental things on my cups. So you're yes. saying that I just need to go and ask May if she yes. wants to work for me. Absolutely. And then you can go in and you can tell numbnuts who doesn't know how to use computers, you're fired. <laughs> and then May comes in, sits down. And by the way, May will probably make you a coffee every morning too. Boom, shakalaka. Oh, that's yes. what I'm saying. So that's number huh. one. <clears throat> number two, I, and I just, I'm going to play devil's advocate for a minute. Like, do you okay. think that like something is wrong with this woman? Like, and I, I'm, I'm really asking because honest, no, no, I mean, obviously there's something wrong with her, but what I mean is this, like, like, I, I don't know, like, is she, is she in a, like a, a domestic violence situation or, you know, like, is she taking care of like a sick family? Like sometimes we don't know what other people are going through. Do you know what I mean? And so I just, I'm going to play devil's advocate and say like, maybe like she's got some like stuff going on and maybe we, you know, just need to say like, I, I hear you and you know what, like, um, I wish you all the best. Like, this is just not, um, it sounds like we're not, um, in a, alignment with what your strengths are um, and how we can apply those to this position. So, you know, can but, I but zoom ma- you in tomorrow? You're going to zoom Gina and not me. Gina. I'll do whatever you want. I, I will 100% <laughs> be there to help fire your oh, I, I let employee if you want. Down easy. I, I don't, how I do you know. do it? What do you do? How do you do this? How do you, how do you be a good boss? How do you be firm and not, and not lose your humanity? Irene gave me a script the other day on how to handle a sitch. So let's script Irene for this. Okay. So, um, Karen, thank you so much for your service. 
Um, unfortunately, uh, I don't think this this job is is really a good match for you. I know you're going to be a great asset elsewhere. Um, I'm going to need your keys. Um, here's your final no, check. You just go straight to the keys. Like there's like not a good fit for you straight for the keys. Wait, do that. No, I mean, beginning. there's kind of a period there. I mean, it's all one sentence. And <laughs> it's a run on. And, and by speak, the way, speak it a run on. They start asking questions. They start to cry. I don't do that. We we don't do that. We don't yeah. play that. We, you can't cry either, Irene. No, no crying. Take take care of your business. You wanted a business. This is what being a businesswoman looks like. You make yeah. bad decisions. You rip it off like a bandaid. You will mm. find a great person. With what we've incorporated as our systems, like Yappy, for example, it takes so much more away from like the responsibilities because. No one's coming in early to fill out forms that then you have to scan in and copy stuff into. Um, you don't have to pick up the phone. And I remember like working in dental offices before and they would have a whole different recare person that would come in. And all that mm-hmm, person did mm-hmm. was phone calls. Like you don't have to do any of that. Yeah. I mean, there's so much that's automated. I feel like it should be easier, but then like, I haven't really added anything else in. So why is it harder for someone? I don't know. Anyways, I think we've talked about this like crazy. Um, I mean, you have to like every morning when you wake up, you have to realize that you did something absolutely incredible. Like what less than 1% of dental hygienists do what you do. Yeah. And you do a lot. You write, you lecture, you teach, you started an office from scratch. Like yeah. that's, that takes major cojones. Yes. Foreign languages. Um, I prefer, I prefer chutzpah. I mean, I, I chutzpah, prefer chutzpah. Whatever. What, you know, chutzpah. You can you use whatever, whatever, what you prefer. And you, Katrina, the same thing. Like you, you know, most, most people graduate hygiene school and they, to hygiene, you found a way to express your passion and your desires and your loves in so many other ways. And you still practice. And I think that's that's incredible. Like you don't give yourself enough credit. And when someone comes in, it doesn't matter how old they are. It doesn't matter how many years of experience they had. You don't have to be nice to everyone. Being nice is not a profession. Nice doesn't make you money. You have mm-hmm. to take care of the people who value you. Mm-hmm. That and 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 those people are going to stop valuing you if you're being nice to people who take advantage of you. Yeah. So mm, think yeah. about that. That's a beautiful thing. Well, anywho, we're we're at that time. Is it that time, Gina? It's that it's that time. That time, Irene. time. Gina, do you know what time it is? Is it five o'clock yet? Because I'm still on my strawberry uh, banana memory mm. train. Mm. Your, your unicorn blood. <laughs> um, well, well, we we are. Well, you've probably seen this at VOD, but we are we are called the the Tooth or Dare podcast for a reason. So after every episode, Katrina and I do a, a visually impaired version of rock paper scissors, and the loser goes up against you, and you get to decide whether you choose to accept or dish out a tooth or a dare. So while Katrina and I get our fingers ready here for the battle. Are you ready for the battle? Yes. Yes. I've been um, rehearsing all day. I'm, I am. I know you have been. I encourage the rest of you to follow us on Instagram. You can follow me, Irene, at toothlife.irene. You can follow Katrina at the Dental Wine Genist. You can follow our friend Yappy, our, our friend Gina, at Gina Dorfman on Instagram, and also subscribe to Yappy app, which is also on Instagram. And I'll link all of that info below. We didn't even get to talk about how you are like this like accoladed lady and the top 100 in dentistry. I mean, 
tell that's that's like, going to be part, part three. three. Part three, we're going to talk part all three. things. How fabulous yeah, GD is. is, and uh, Gina also has her own podcast, which is called Be- Behind the Smiles with Gina Dorfman, and she uh, yeah she she interviews some pretty cool peeps. Um, so check that all out, and links of all of that love stuff is below. So, Gina, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. Are you nervous? Okay. Are you ready? You're going to count I us in. Do, do the, the one, two, three, and then go. Ready? Okay. I'm at, okay. One, two, three. Oh, Katrina beat me. Wow. I've been on a losing streak. This is great. <laughs> Would you like to accept a tooth or a dare or dish out a tooth or a dare? I dish out. You want to, you want to dish. Okay. I'll accept a dare. I'll do it. I'll, I'll do a dare. I'll do whatever you want me to do that, that can be posted on social media without getting taken down. <laughs> I, said, I know you. I know you too well. What, what do you want me to do? I'll do it. Tell me what to do. I'll do it. You already did the moonwalk. Oh, poorly. That was good, though. You're going to do a victory dance with okay. Yaki Papis when you release okay. your receptionist to pursue a better career. Future endeavors. And uh-huh. can can the song be to Who Let the Dogs Out? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll ex- I accept. I accept the stare. Thank you. Thank you. All right, peeps. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to another ep- very informative uh, and, and lively and, depicti- and depictive episode of the Tooth or Dirt podcast. Um, I, I'm, I am getting... I am also getting text messages from my husband uh, from the other room. <laughs> what is yelling. he saying? Dinner is, I mean, is dinner also, ready? I'm also yelling. Oh. Also yelling. No, yeah, we don't eat. We're, we we don't eat here. We just try to no. stay skinny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks, peeps. Uh, until next time. Peace out, peeps. Cheers. Bye. And we're back. Oh my gosh, we are. Are you ready for my story? I want to hear this, Irene. Do you? Unpack it. Okay. Do it. I'm unpacking it. Okay. So a lot happened after this episode. Okay. So um, we talked about, you know, some of the struggles that I've had with uh, finding people, hiring people, interviewing people, keeping people, training people. Um, and I realized that um, I made a bad decision. I made a bad hire. And Gina, Gina said it straight out. She's like, you didn't hire you. You didn't, she didn't make any mistakes. You made the mistake. You hired the wrong person. And it, and it, it was, it was an interesting kind of experience. Um, I had never had to let anyone go before. Um, and I, and this was my first time letting someone go and I let someone go and, and then I immediately burst into tears and I cried for like the better part of 35 minutes because I felt bad, right? Like I felt mm-hmm. like, you know, I did, I did an injustice. I did an in- disservice. I didn't, I was blaming myself. Like I didn't train her enough or I didn't provide enough information. Or I didn't give enough resources. And, you know, it's always like us. We're always, I'm mm-hmm. me at least sure. I'm, I'm my own worst enemy. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so that happened. And then I was my own receptionist for a couple of days. <laughs> That's cute. And, and on that second day of me being my own receptionist, um, my dental assistant was sick. So I was the dental receptionist and the dental assistant in the same day. And I was running between up, starey, um, mm-hmm. and uh, front desk, phones ringing, billing, sending pre-Ds, 
taking insurance money, taking checks, taking insurance payments, all of that fun stuff. Um, so the next morning I'm on my way to Starbucks, the Starbucks, that's the one that we talked about during, in the episode. Mm -hmm. And I find out that the Starbucks is closing. So effective immediately, the store, it was the last day of them operating on Friday. Um, The store was closing and most of their employees were not given positions somewhere else. Starbucks is closing down 300 locations in Canada. Wow. And um, uh, the girl that I mentioned in the episode, her name is May. I kind of mentioned it like in a random funny way, like I should just offer May a job. Well, I did. So I went to the Starbucks that morning and I saw her there and I thought, I wonder where she's going because she's such a great employee. Like she seemed Mm -hmm. like such a great person. Yeah. Always, always saying hello, always wrote living my best life on my cup. Did I talk about that in the episode? Yes, you did. did. Yeah. You mentioned the episode. So so for, for weeks and weeks and weeks, someone at Starbucks was writing living my best life on this cup. And I didn't realize that, you know, who it was or what it was until finally I asked uh, who it was. and, And it was May May. Her name is May May. And she wrote living my best life. Anyway, so I, I told her the story while I'm standing at the like express pickup line with a bunch of people around me. <laughs> she's like busy making everyone's like, like frappuccinos right. and shit. She's like, uh-huh. she's like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, tell me more. Uh, so I told her the story of like, you know, how interesting I thought that was. And that, you know, that's my like my my mantra, my life motto almost. And uh, and I asked her where she was going, what she was doing. And she was like, you know, I'm a little disappointed, like Starbucks after working here for two years they couldn't like give me another job anywhere else. So I have to like go and work at a factory. That's a two and a half hour, like commute away. So I was like, no, you're not, you're not, you're not going to go and work in a factory. She was like, what do you mean? I'm like, you have such great customer service and you obviously are really good at remembering stuff. Mm -hmm. I can't even remember what's in an Americano and, and she can remember what's in a million different drinks. Like, obviously you have a really good memory and you work really hard and you're loyal and yeah. you can't work for Starbucks and not be on time. Like yeah. you would have been fired a long time ago mm-hmm. if she wasn't prompt. So I'm like, you're going to come and work for me. So I was like, here's my phone number. Here's my name. Like do a quick Google search. See if you like our practice or our office. Like I know you've never worked in a dental office. She gets before. on your Instagram. She's like, oh my God. <laughs> Basically, oh, okay. <laughs> that's basically what she did. I'm sure. And I said, and I gave her my name and I gave her my info and I'm like, and if it's not like you can find me, if, if, if this isn't for you, then totally cool. But I mean, you should not be working in a factory. And I grabbed my drink and I left. And like two hours later, I get a text message from her saying I, I'm in. And I'm like, I, it's going to be a lot of work. Like you're going to have to learn a whole new language. She knows nothing about dentistry. She knows nothing about the words that we use, um, nothing about insurances. And this was her first week. So I hired her, uh, on that Mm. Friday. Uh, she came to our first team meeting, which was on Wednesday, Wednesday morning. I hosted a breakfast for the whole team and introduced her to the team. And it was the whole focus of our team meeting was, uh, what are our core core values? Mm -hmm. How do we, as a team make decisions of what we do in day-to-day life fully using our own autonomous decision-making using our core values. And, uh, I used the Starbucks core values as part of my little spiel, my little talk and may, may, may was sitting there. That's how I kind of introduced the story. Let me tell you, everyone in the office was crying, including me and her while I I shared good crying now, not like sad crying. Yeah, no good crying. It was like a motivational crying. So, so this was her first week. Let me tell you, Gina was right. 
This girl freaking rocked it. She is sterilizing things perfectly. She is labeling things perfectly. She has started to create checklist systems for our office. Like that's amazing. How to, because that's how she knows things from Starbucks. Like how to open and close a dental operatory, how to flip sure. an op between procedures. She even changed the way we label things in our like little sterilization logs. It's pretty amazing how that's awesome. someone has no experience. Um, yeah. That's that. amazing. Irene, I'm so happy for you. Can I, because I know there was a dare at the end of this that you have to do. Yes. And I haven't done it yet because I was waiting for the episode. I was waiting for the episode air, but can I actually add another layer of a challenge? I'm in. What do you you want me to do? Will you take May May to Starbucks and take a photo of the two of you at Starbucks together oh Okay, and post it on our Instagram page so that we can all welcome May May to the oh, family. Okay. I'll ask her. I don't know how she feels about social media yet, but okay. I'm, sure, well, we'll she's, but I'm yeah. sure she'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All yeah. right. I'll do that. Yeah, no, it was really cool. And so yesterday was like the end of our first week. She worked on Friday and she like came into my office and she was like, I don't know what I would have done. Like, thank you so much for this opportunity. And I'm mm. learning so much and I'm so grateful. Um, yeah. It's that's cool. amazing. Kind of cool. I love that. Yeah. Anywho. So that's what happened Ugh. after, after me listening to this episode, after me being part of this episode with you and Gina. Um, so good. I pulled the trigger on two decisions that I would have probably never made. But positive decisions yeah, that are moving you stuck, in the right direction. I stuck it out. You know, I would have thought, okay, let me lean in a little bit more. Let me train a little bit more. And yeah. And here we are. So that, that is, that is that. I love that, Irene. Do you? I do. I love that for you because you're really <laughs> you're living your best life with the people that are like <laughs> labeling that on your Starbucks cup. Like no. you're going to do it, girl. And you need that. Yeah. You do. You need yeah. that. I just want you to be happy. And that's all I ever want for you. Me too. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I want me to be happy. I, mean, I want you to be happy. Less itchy and really happy. Less itchy, more crazy buns and happiness. Yeah. Lose cool. buttons, the whole thing. All of the above. All, all of right. the above. Let's well, do it. Do you have anything else that you'd like to, to say? We've, I've been talking the whole time. I just, and that makes me, that brings me joy. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, thanks again to our peeps at Yappy for sponsoring this episode. Yes, thank, thank you, Gina, for being our guest. And don't forget to uh, do a quick scan of the show notes below and click on some of the links, especially following Gina yes. on Instagram and listen to her podcast called Beyond the Smiles with Dr. Gina Dorfman. It's epic. She's um, awesome. She is awesome. And keep an eye out for the smart scheduling widget, mm-hmm. fidget, digit thingy mabobber yes. that's coming out with app Yappy pretty soon. Um, so that you don't lose those patients that are heading over to your website and then heading over to your competitor's website. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so good. All of that, that fun stuff. Cool. Okay. Well, thanks again, everyone. Um, follow the Instagram at two, three, podcast to watch me, um, do a little dance and a little dare. And, uh, until next time, peace out peeps. Cheers. You're oh, drinking okay. something right now. What are you drinking right now? Tea. What you got there? Tea. Is there anything in it? Lemon. Boring. You're good. Am I, is the sound good now? Can you That's put it good, like, right a little there. inside your mouth? Like, 
like just like just just yeah, the like tip, that. just to just, see how it feels. So if I'm gonna go inside the mouth, I'm gonna go for something better than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna show them your real skills. <laughs> That's how Gina is. Gina, she drinks unicorn blood and then takes yeah. the rest to go in her Chanel bag. <laughs> <laughs> can't drink all of this right now, sir. Can you wrap yeah, it up no. and I'll take it in my Thank you. Exactly. Oh, is that a dental office for sale? I'll do that. I'll take that too. <laughs> Thank that you. Too. <laughs>